For NFT newbies and OGs in Web3 alike, welcome to the Women in Web3 podcast sponsored by Weld Recruiting. I'm your host, Carly Long, and I'm super excited to help break down the barriers to entry in the space and introduce you to some leaders who are doing truly amazing things. So let's dive in. Welcome everyone. Today we have Katie Richman on the Women in Web3 podcast. She works with new product experimentation at Meta. She's previously worked for like all the super cool names under the sun. She directed social media at ESPN. She worked with MTV, Nickelodeon, and very cool. She is a new author of The Metaverse Manifesto. You can find it on Medium. She just dropped part four. Well, of course, add all the links. But Katie, welcome. Tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got into Web3, and what you're working on. Well, thanks for that introduction, Carly, and thanks for having me on. Um, So I've been into new, uh, one of the reasons I work for new product experimentation, I've been uh, into the cutting edge of just where things are going with digital media since... I would say my whole career, I mean, I started out in media, um, working in promos with MTV, and then I was a production manager, and then I worked on X Games as a production manager. So I was at ESPN for a long time, but I was helped found ESPNW, ESPN High School, um, and then did X Games social media and was a social media director for a hot minute. Um, And then I came over to, well, Facebook at the time to um, kind of work on uh, developer programs for media solutions. Um, but you know, the, I, I'd say that the excitement right now reminds me of those early days of Twitter, really, when there were a lot of us in our own spheres that were championing this new space that was getting a lot of eye rolls, right? On the whole, mm-hmm. nobody cares who's <laughs> eating a sandwich. I actually wrote about that recently, but. I remember people saying that constantly to me and it feels so familiar right now. Um, and you know, I, was that I with Instagram or, or Twitter, uh, like... Twitter. So that goes back maybe before your time, Carly, but that was <laughs> what people used to say about Twitter. No one cares who's eating a sandwich right now. Why do we care who's eating a sandwich? Like, so, you know, coming I from working in sports, right. That was the whole thing. Like, let's just focus on the games. And so yeah, was really pushing for the game behind the game, sort of what happens in Bristol, what happens on the road, um, the lifestyle of some of these producers, um, and now they do all of that stuff. So I'm very, I feel very good about that. <laughs> yeah. So you've really been around for like the total evolution yeah. of what they call the creator economy now. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I've been around since the dot-com bubble burst. That was my like graduation from college, you know, in 2001. Yeah. And, um, so it was like a, a very chastened time. Right. And I see yeah. these waves, the older you get, the more you see, right. That wave crested and burst. And then there was a little social burst, right? I mean, there was like a little overambition and things suddenly had to have some utility value, be able to be monetized. Same thing with the creator economy. And we're seeing that with NFTs. And I just, you know, I'm so optimistic. I'm also cautious of the the click and save space, Mm -hmm. mostly because that's just not my space. I'm not a, a hobbyist art collector for those that are more power to you. But I think a lot of people might get burned to or out of their depth with some of that. Yeah, definitely. What would your advice be for someone who wants to get into the NFT space? Can you 
tell us a little bit about like your leap from doing social media stuff to now like writing about the metaverse sure. <laughs> and what that looks like, how you educated yourself. Well, and like we said, this isn't my day job. This is my hobby and passion right now. Um, and I think it started with just wanting to understand blockchain. I wanted to invest in crypto um, and NFTs make sense if you understand blockchain. Um, you can watch. I really like seeing the full picture, seeing how something evolves and how there was no metadata capability and now there is. Um, but I would say is this, and this is some of what I've been writing about, is the technology itself shouldn't be intimidating. I think that the um, blockchain meets NFT space, sort of these magical moments that people are going to be able to create. Most of, I'm going to guess your audience, works in that media ads te uh, tech space uh, beyond just our blockchain natives and our Web3 natives. The space itself is like saying, I'm really good at the internet. You would never say that, right? You would never say, I'm mm -hmm. so good at the internet. You're good at using the internet for some vertical specific reason, whether that's you're a creator and you uh, post live videos or you're a brand and you work with those creators or you're you know, putting live sports on TV. Um, those are all use cases, not the medium themselves. And so I would say, keep your confidence. You're still, you're an expert in your area and look into the intersection, read about all this technology and then just frame it with your area of specialty. So if you're in live sports, why would this ever matter to someone that um, is a live sports fan? And I would say that brings you to thinking about NFTs as tickets and badges that can be saved commemoratively, but also uh, signifiers of top fans. So the mm -hmm. NFL could be bringing you stuff in your seats, right? Um, it's endless once you kind of get that your hands around oh wow that's all web three i think we all the ideas are going to be so much more than you or i could come up with so i'm excited to oh, get yeah. there that's what i was going to ask so for people who are listening that are unfamiliar with all these terms um the equivalent of the internet so someone saying i'm good at the internet would you say that it's web three or blockchain technology well, I'm going to metaverse. step back and say this. <laughs> I think we're all still saying, asking and having these conversations. And so I don't want to, for anyone who's new to the space, dictate and say this is, you're getting my opinion here. But I'll like, yeah, try yeah. to do this for my opinion. Um, I'd say blockchain is sort of totally new. It's a totally new uh, technology that spurred all of this on, right? This is what's making the rest of it possible. I would say Web3 is the next evolution of the internet that to me um the metaverse that's that one's can be tricky um my big soapbox right now is that it's not vr it is just it that is part of it but to me that this is the one that's very much to me to me the metaverse is when we can put down our devices um i think it's going to be such a crazy time that kids are going to look back on and be like everyone was zombie staring at these little boxes i think we're going to look at I think AR and the hardware is going to catch up to us and our lives are just going to become infused with more uh, digital moments that hopefully allow us to interact with the people we love more, the world more, and have Google and have ways in our car and all of these things without being tied to a little tiny screen all of the time. That would be such right? a joy. I'm a digital <laughs> yes. optimist for sure. And I put some of my posts that I put up, I get like a lot of really strong feedback. 
sometimes on the side that because they're just like, I didn't want to put this in your comments, but um, people that are skeptical, and I think that's absolutely fair. And I am yeah. an admitted optimist. So I'm over, like I skim over a lot of the, but we're not there with the technology and this would open up cans of worms around privacy and how would we handle ads? And there's a lot there. I'm just choosing to look at it from the positive side. I like that tip too, for anyone yeah. else who's working in the space or even thinking about getting into it, There's just knowing that. you will get a lot of skepticism and, and, and anger. And... There's a lot of fiery feelings, which that could be a whole show in and of itself about the psychology behind that, or maybe I'll post about it, but the psychology behind why people are so fiery about this There's yeah. definitely not just the technology. There's a little there's a lot going on there, right? Psychology and maybe insecurity and like all of these things put together um, have caused like a passionate outcry from people on both sides. I think it's like, there's not a lot of people that are meh on this stuff. It's one or the other. Yeah. You're either like right all now. about it up till 4am, mm -hmm. like monitoring NFT projects yeah. on OpenSea or- Almost blind to the downsides or you're blind yeah. to the upsides. And I think it'll level out and become just more of a background technology, like telephones, internet, things like that, where it doesn't really matter how we define these things and what we call them, because they're probably all going to be called different, different things. Yeah. Um, I just hope it means that we connect with people supported by technology instead of looking through technology all the time to get to the people. So to me, that's like the net, that's when we get to Web3. I like that with your, it makes me think of a few of your metaverse manifestos. I think it was part two or three mm -hmm. where you talked about that, like interoperability, yes, um, but I wanted to bring it. Yeah. I wanted to bring it back first to part one. Mm -hmm. um, your title was we're already in the metaverse. Yeah. That's speaking um, to what we were just talking about. Like That's what I wanted to explain mm -hmm. for folks. Um, is that in relation to your, your view of the, it's been metaverse. a slowly, yes, it's been a slowly evolving viewpoint, though. I mean, as a person, I have a very like, it's all gray area. These are all gradations. There aren't these moments in time other than knock on wood when there's a big tragedy or a moment that we all share. Um, there aren't these divides. We're not going to wake up one day and it's like web free now. It's just going to be this, this constant evolution. Um, and so why I said we're already in the metaverse, lowercase m, is that this will be an evolution, right? And so I remember it was eye-opening for me because three years ago when I started kind of interviewing with the new product experimentation team, one of the founders that was there, there's a set of products, maybe 15 product experiments going on. So one of those product experiments, which I could talk about now because this is over, um, he was thinking about ways to use AirPods as AR, which had, it blew my mind. So I, I talked to him at the time and he said, you know, AR isn't just when we get to glasses and headsets, it's augmented, right? So you're augmenting reality. And if you think about this, and I think I've thought about it so much after that, I wear these around in, because they're unobtrusive and I can make them clear so I can live in my world, but I'm adding a layer to my reality, whether it's a podcast, mm. this conversation is not actually happening here. So technically that's augmented augmenting my in real world reality um, and evolutionary pieces. So I think we're already in a place with, it may not, it may be a little clunky, but we have our phones, which have location awareness. Those permissions can be turned on. We have 
uh, a voice in our ear that no one else has to necessarily hear, what does that enable? Um, that's the fun, right? So if you're working oh my in gosh, car yeah. dealerships, what does that enable? If you're working in tours of New York City, like I was talking about, what does that enable? Um, I think waiting for the hardware is not the way to go. It's sort of like work with what we have right now. So that's why I said that. Um, and it was also just in support of the capital M, the metaverse really feels like a place you go. Like mm -hmm. I'm here right now yeah. and I go into the metaverse. It's kind of a running joke with some of my friends. And as opposed to the metaverse being this always on evolution we're getting to uh, that's connecting the world, which is a whole nother conversation as well. <laughs> I love that though. It's such a cool point that I I didn't and probably so many listeners don't think about of how they I are augmenting their I reality by putting in AirPods. You will now. I guarantee you. You'll think about it. Oh my gosh, it. every everything yeah. now. Yeah, because yeah. it's you're right. It's not happening face to face in this like or here's another I example. You... Say that you have and I'm pulling my phone over you have a mobile device and you're a big sports fan and at ESPN we used to launch kind of companion applications or you're watching the bachelor for not a sports person okay something like this device could allow me to have an, a different experience with my television and with media maybe it's voting somebody yeah. off the island I don't know maybe it's like you know um kind of gaming on top I won't say gambling but gaming on top of sports um but I could be sitting next to my husband who is just watching the game because there's a lot of purists who don't want all of that. And I compare this, augmented reality is very much the same. You can have a pure reality still. We're not gonna force this on anybody. But the thought that we can customize reality towards all of these different types is really exciting. That's really exciting to me. And it yeah. is an evolution. We've been doing it for a while. It's not just a sudden thing. I feel like it's that that magic uh, paired yeah. with the utility that you talked about in in part four of the metaverse manifesto. The magic so that was the fun one to write. Yeah, I wanted to ask, like writing that, writing the other parts. What's either it can be like a a big picture lesson mm -hmm. about the world, or like something yeah. small about yourself that you've learned just as you're exploring all, sure. all of these ideas and thoughts and like new perspectives. Well, because, okay, so I've, I already know what I want to say for that. Um, I, what I want to say to people is this is intimidating stuff. Um, it is new to all of us. Anyone that says they're an expert is not telling the truth. At most, you have five to 10 years in the crypto space. So like we're talking three years or last year. Yeah. Um, however, we're all expert domain experts in various areas right now you have a podcast and you understand a lot about how to do to do that and so instead of looking at it as this new technology i don't get i don't understand i don't think it's sustainable or whatever how about looking at what it could enable in your area and so that's i'd say that was the aha for me was i was intimidated by cryptocurrency very much because i wasn't understanding it really like i had blockchain explained to me like a hundred times Mm -hmm. It finally clicked. So I had a friend who, God bless him, like whiteboarded for me. And I'm like, I get it now. I get it. Um, Can you share a picture of that whiteboard, please? <laughs> dude, so that's a good idea. So I'll ask him if, if with his permission, I think we may have a picture I shot of it. So I was like, I have to like commemorate this moment that I understand it. Um, yeah. But even if you don't totally understand it, I think understanding the concept of like real time 
payoffs and magic for your customers, let's just say customers right now or fans, um, you know, and thinking about like that theme park example where um, I'm a top, I'm a top consumer or I am some sort of like top 1% of your base. And how can you, how can you talk to me, like reward me with special, with special levels of access with a different kind of park experience where things come to you instead of you going to everything and waiting in lines. And you can't do that, it doesn't scale. You can't do it for everybody. But that mm -hmm. idea of badging your top customers is something that I want. I got very excited writing some of this because I'm putting a lot of this other stuff to the side, like click and save JPEGs. That is somebody's space and someone's domain. Yeah. It's just not mine. Um, I'm excited to get to loyalty programs, um, utilities and magic, magical things. Like, you know, Nike's already played. I don't have examples off the top of my head, but I've seen stuff where you buy a pair of shoes and then you pass a billboard on the sidewalk that like lights up and animates for you, just for you. That is so cool. Right? Or can you, if you're running a conference, is there a secret black door and people that are badged a certain way, it clicks open for you. Um, that's actually a friend's idea. So, but like all of I these things it. start pouring out when you start thinking about it. You get feel very like creatively inspired. Or I do at least. It brought everything alive again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, we're living in a, a Harry Potter world. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is the way that I can explain it to my yes. sister. Well, that was funny that you say that because that Harry Potter example, I have a friend that was, we all kind of grew up in the social expert space when we were doing yeah. these things at our companies on the East coast. And she just wrote to me on the side and said, thank you. Those examples are the first thing that's made any kind of sense with NFTs. Like I just was throwing it off to the side before that. But when you get to it, now you've got a world of like marketing professionals with like so much domain expert that we probably laugh at some of the examples you gave. They're probably not the right ones and not feasible, but great. So tell us what the right ones are done. Yeah, you know? I love, and this is, we'll have to, we're going to have to do part we, two of, of this conversation yeah. because I would love I to chat about um, how this magic ties to like kind of reopening the imaginations of people who are- that you know, like so 20s, you're 30s, 40s, that's 50s. That's what I care about. That's what yeah. I care about. Getting oh my people gosh. fired up again, right? Just like <laughs> you are. I mean, you are already about Web3, but I don't think people need to be fired up about blockchain and NFTs particularly, more fired up about what they can do for the things you already are an expert in. Yeah. Know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It makes me think of like, you can live in a real life Disney world or something. Yes. But, uh... I also just want to build people's confidence because they don't have to, it doesn't have to be such a negative, like you're in or you're out thing. It's like, it was like when Twitter came up, there were a lot of those non-believers that they would eventually get it if you got into their interest category and gave a lot of examples. Yeah. They're a golfer. These are like some great golf examples. And then, oh, okay, I see why this is great, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's up to us to do that for a lot of people that aren't exposed yet to this stuff. So, yeah. So, in time, everyone can adopt it. Uh, it should be oh. for everyone, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Katie, this has been awesome. Yeah, we, folks, we will for sure be having okay. part two. But okay. in the meantime, uh, Katie, where can everyone go and check out your your manifesto, follow you along? What what are your links and tags and all that good stuff? Yeah, you're asking me off the top of my head. Okay, so Medium, <laughs> it's Meta Kate 
Um, I think that's not a Katie. Can we post some of this in like the We will notes? absolutely okay. post it in okay. the show notes. So and we will, we will just check. search Katie Richmond. <laughs> Honestly, I think if you search Katie Richmond on any platform, like you'll end up finding me. But LinkedIn is kind of where I've been treating that as my home base for a lot of these conversations and then just posting that stuff on medium and attaching everything. So, but reach out to me. Like I'm having some really spirited debates and great conversations. I'm very open to it. Um, if you just want to chat, I'm getting a lot of that too. And yes, I want to, I'm excited. I want to talk to other people in different areas. Awesome. There you have it guys. Katie, thank you so much. And we will talk to you again soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening today. If you enjoyed today's guest and podcast, be sure to write, subscribe, comment, all the things, and definitely get in touch. I love to connect with y'all. I love to hear what you're working on, any feedback or comments. If you wanna meet a guest, if you wanna be a guest, just reach out. You can find me, your host, Carly Long, at by Carly Long on all social media platforms. You can subscribe to my weekly newsletter, which is also Women in Web 3, and you can follow along at Weld Recruiting. Be sure to let us know however we can support you, and we look forward to our next episode.